In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. As many of you are likely acutely aware, this past Thursday night there was a shooting at St. Stephen's Episcopal Church in Vestavia Hills, Alabama. A shooting which resulted in the loss of three lives and has left many in our diocesan community shaken. This shooting on the hills of, on the heels of Uvalde and the 70 or so other incidents which have occurred since the shooting in Buffalo on May 14th has hit very close to home. And many people of this diocese are not only mourning the loss of Bart Rainey, Sarah Yeager, and Jane Pounds, but are also grieving the loss of the belief that our church community can be insulated from the tragedies and realities which seem to plague the world. While other shootings have been farther away, though no less tragic or heart-wrenching, Thursday's incident was one which hit me not only in my heart, but squarely in my gut. My whole body felt this one. And I've been somewhat at a loss of words since. I have felt anger, sadness, and disappointment. I've been numb, and I've also felt it all too much. I have felt fear and heartache and grief. And amidst all of this, I have found myself sitting and walking and crying and raging alongside our Gerasene demoniac who appears in our reading this morning, the one who lived exiled in the wilderness amongst the tombs, stalking the boundary of the dead. Now, we're really not sure what was going on with this man. Perhaps he was inflicted by demons, or maybe he had a medical condition, or maybe he was affected by mental illness. And while we could spend time dwelling on the details of what's happening to him, for the story, it doesn't really matter. Because what we do know, according to theologian Debbie Thomas, is that whatever was going on with this man, it stripped him of his agency, his sanity, his dignity, and his community. It kept him in isolation. It rendered him anonymous. It deadened his soul and divided his mind. So much so that when Jesus comes close to him and asks him his name, he calls himself Legion, a Roman term used to describe a large military unit, a multitude. He no longer is himself his true self. He no longer bears his name, but bears the name of all the things which plague and oppress and imprison his body and his mind and his soul. He has, as one theologian writes, lost himself in the cacophony of the voices of the things which plague him and has ceased being a self 
an individual, a person. In the midst of the legion plaguing him, he no longer knows who he is. And this is, as Debbie Thomas writes, what ails us as human beings as well. Legion, that evil that haunts us, those forces which have many faces and many names, but that seek to take us over, to bind our mouths, to take away our true names, and to separate us from God and from each other. And I think Debbie Thomas is right. In everyday life, and especially in times of tragedy, we are vulnerable to the legion of worldly forces which seek to chip away at our identity as children of God and trick us into thinking that death and darkness and fear and pain and violence and hatred are the only real things in this world. And I think that she's right because as I have stalked the borders of death alongside that Gerasene man in my heart this week, dwelling in the darkness of this tragedy and feeling all of the other tragedies that we have experienced over the last few years boil to the surface as well, I have had a hard time remembering who I am who we are as beloved children of God. And I wonder if any of you have experienced something similar. Has fear crept in? Has sadness or hatred or confusion or grief or anger? What forces, what legion has plagued your heart and your mind and your body and your soul? What has tethered you in the wilderness, exiled you to live in the darkness amongst that which is dead? What has caused you in your life to stalk the borderlands of death with that Gerasene man? What legion ails you? When we encounter and live through tragedies like the one we are currently in, and the ones we have lived through over the last few years, both individually and collectively, we run the risk, I think, of being overcome, of being subdued or oppressed or imprisoned by a legion of perceived realities which can serve to strip away our identity, take away our agency and sanity and dignity and community can serve to deaden our souls and divide our minds, just as those forces did for the Gerasene man. But in the midst of this reality, in the midst of our pain and fear and sadness and heartache, while we are stalking the borders of death alongside that Gerasene man, heartbroken by the violence that has plagued our country and now our diocese, imprisoned by fear, enraged by broken systems, and walking amongst the death and the darkness that threatens to infiltrate our hearts and our minds. As we are in this space, we must remember 
that Jesus comes close to us. Just as surely as he came close to that Gerasene man. While we are in the wilderness of sadness, isolated by our fear, Jesus comes to remind us of who we really are and to liberate us from the legion which binds us and separates us from God. And he does it by calling our names. He does it by calling each and every one of us to sit at his feet in the midst of tragedy. To sit at his feet, the feet which were once pierced on the cross, and know that he knows our pain and our suffering. To sit at his feet and watch his tears fall, because he too knew the isolation of the wilderness. To sit at his feet and bask in the light and the love and the peace and let all of that darkness and death of the world fall away from our hearts and our minds. To sit at his feet and find in his eyes reflected our true identity as beloved children of God. Beloved children of God who have been and will continue to be made whole, no matter how badly the world hurts us. Beloved children of God who return to the feet of this Jesus over and over again through the words of scripture and in the fellowship of our community and at this table. And as we do this, we are reminded and strengthened to look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come, especially in those times when we are in the wilderness, stalking the borderlands of death in our hearts and in our minds. So on this day when our hearts are heavy and our minds are clouded with any number of emotions, let us be attentive. Let us be attentive to all of the ways in which Christ is coming close to us, to all of us in this diocese and across the church. Let us hear the voice of Christ calling us out of the wilderness of pain and loss and away from the borderlands of death to sink into the ground right at his feet. Let us allow the voice of Christ to remind us of our true identity, beloved children of God. And let us open ourselves up to be healed by the God who never ceases to endeavor to come close to us, even in the wilderness of tragedy where death and darkness and pain seem to be our only reality. It is then that just like the Gerasene man, our minds will be set right. We will be a people who know and believe and feel and live out of the truth that the light which came into the world was not and will never be overcome by the darkness. We will be a people who clothed with the power, with the love of Christ, can trust in and bask in and share that love with those who need it most in this world. And we can be a people who look 
for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come, even in the midst of the darkest and most tragic of places. Jesus has come close to us. He is calling us back to ourselves, back to a people of light and life and resurrection. Come, sit at his feet and be healed. Amen.